We are learning Daf Lamed Beis. We're starting from the very bottom of Lamed Aleph Amid Beis. The two dots, Habal Chuzov Al Achos Aviv. So we're analyzing our Mishnah. Our Mishnah was talking about the Knas <coughs> that is paid for violating or seducing a uh, a Nara Basula. And the Mishnah, our Mishnah held that that's true even if the girl that he raped or seduced is usher to him, including if it's a chayvei krisis. What were the examples that the Mishnah gave? Let's say someone violated their sister or their father's sister. So in those cases, he still has to pay the fine to these girls. So the Gemara has a kasha from this Mishnah that we learned that you have to pay kinas to, 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 after, after raping or seducing one sister or a minu. We see a contradiction to another Mishnah. This is a Mishnah in Malkos. The Mishnah talks about people who get to Malkos. Again, generally there's a lav in the Torah. You get Malkos. So all these things that have lavim, like like uh, like a sister, there's going to be malchus. So the Mishnah gives examples with that. These are the people who get malchus. All the same examples as our Mishnah. A sister, a father's sister, a mother's sister, a wife's sister, a brother's wife, a father's brother's wife, a nida. In all of these cases, there are malchus. Now, what's the problem with that? So very good. Our Mishnah says... You pay a kenas, even though there's an iser, but you still have to pay the kenas. That Mishnah says there are lashes. Why should there be a contradiction between the fact that there are lashes and paying money? Top of the Amr Aleph says the Gemara of Now we know that there's a big rule in the Torah. You don't, you're never subjected to two, to two penalties of both malchus and paying money. There's a halacha that for one crime, you don't get lashes and a monetary payment. Where in the world do we know this from? So this is really foreshadowing what we're going to learn on the Ahmed Bays. A lot of today's daf, it's really based upon the Ahmed Bays. It's a little tough to learn the Ahmed Aleph. It's a lot of things, our points are, are really going to be more explicitly made on the Ahmed Bays, and we kind of just have to assume that they're true now. So this is one of them. There's a rule out there that in a local Mishalim, that for one crime, a person doesn't get lashes and pay money. The source is, when it talks about Malchus, the Pasuk says that uh, that the Malchus has given Kidei Rishaso, according to his wickedness. So it's Rishaso is in the Lashon Yachin in the singular. So it's saying, You punish a person for one wickedness, but not for two. Meaning there aren't two kinds of penalties, but only one. There's only lashes or monetary fines, not both. So assuming that there's such a rule, that if you get lashes, then it doesn't make sense that there's also money. Or if there's money, you don't also get lashes one way or the other. But you, well, it's clear that you don't get both. So then we have a contradiction between our Mishnah and the Mishnah there. The Mishnah there says, Habalachoso is of lashes. Our Mishnah speaks about a case where somebody's raping or seducing a sister and has, and has to pay money uh, as the fine. So the Gemara is bothered. How could that be? How could there be both lashes and the monetary payment? This is the question. Now, what remains to be determined, and we're going to get to this as the Gemara comes out, is what exactly is this rule, we know that you don't pay both, right? You don't have to be chaya for both paying and for getting lashes. But which one do you get? If I have to pick and choose between the two, so you can't get both, which one do I get? Does that mean I get the money and I'm exempt from the lashes? Or does that mean I get the lashes and I'm exempt from the money? So that's to be determined. And we're going to see that it's a dispute in the Amoran. So Ula's approach, Amar Ula Lokasha, it's not difficult. Our Mishnah, which was saying that you pay money, and that, by definition, means that there cannot be malchus because money is the thing you can't have. You can't have both together, lashes and money. Ula assumes that that means you can't have both. That means that you only pay money, no lashes. So the pshat is, our Mishnah is dealing with achos or nara. His sister was a nara. Therefore, you pay money. You pay the money, and therefore, there's no lashes in our Mishnah. The Mishnah in Ma'akos, Ka'an Ba'chos Bulgaris. The Mishnah in Ma'akos is dealing with someone who slept with his sister when she was a Bulgaris. When she's a Bulgaris, she's already passed total puberty, passed 12 and a half, so therefore there's no fine for, um, for sleeping with her. 
Therefore, there can be malchus. So in the approach, basically, of Ula, whenever you're going to be paying money, you don't get lashes because of this idea you don't get lashes and money. Our Mishnah is saying that there's money and therefore no lashes is a regular case, but she's an Ara. If she's a Bulgaris and there's no money at all being paid, so then there will be lashes. Says the Gemara, even if there's no fine, right, the special fine of 50 silver is only paid on a Nara. That's true. But there's other monetary payments that have to be paid when you rape or seduce somebody. Let's say you're humili- you're, you are humiliating them as a punishment or boshes, and there's a de- depreciation in the girl's value. She used to be worth more on the slave market for being a virgin. Now you've depreciated her value, so you have to pay damages. So even if you're not paying the 50 silver coins, if she's already a Bulgarist, but there are still monetary payments, and if you say you don't get monetary payments and lashes together, so then you should have to pay the monetary fine, according to Ula, and not have lashes. So Vaitor, what's the case of the Mishnah and Makos? Says the Gemara B'Shotah, we're dealing with a girl who was deranged. If she's deranged, so then there's no humiliation. She doesn't she doesn't suffer that. And also she doesn't have value on the slave market. So therefore there's no monetary payments. If there are no monetary payments, so then there will be lashes. But in Akhanami, any case where there's monetary payments, again, according to Ula, there would just be pay money and you don't get lashes. What about the pay? you have you still have to pay for pain? That's one of the payments that you pay when you hurt somebody, is that you could pay for pain. And even the Shota deserves the money for the pain that she suffers when she was violated. The Gemara is assuming it could be, it could be someone who slept with his sister by with pain. In other words, he raped her. So there should be a tsar that comes from the rape. If there's a tsar from the rape, there is a monetary payment. If there's a monetary payment, then according to Ula, it should get you out of the lashes. Says the Gemara, we're talking about not that the Mishnah is talking about a rape. The Mishnah was talking about a seduction. And there's a, if there's a case of seduction, then there is no physical pain. So therefore, we're talking about, let's put it all together now. It's a case where it was a Bulgarias, and therefore you're not paying the fine. It's a case where she was a Shota, and therefore you're not paying the money of Boshas Begam. And it's a case where it was Mafota, and therefore you're not paying the Tsar. So now we've worked out a case where the Mishnah Makos is saying you get lashes for sleeping with a sister. It's a case where there's no, with all these Ukimtas that we're making, there is no monetary payments, and therefore there's lashes. Our Mishnah is talking about a regular case where there, where there is monetary payments. Just we, we hop on a regular case, Achosonara, and therefore you're going to pay the money, and whenever you pay the money, there is no lashes. Now that you came on to this conclusion that the Mishnah and Makos is only talking about Mufuta, and therefore there's no monetary payment, and that's why there's Malkos. You could even keep it by Anara, as we originally thought, but we could say, we're talking about an orphan, and since she's an orphan and the father's died, any money would have gone to her as opposed to the father. And we could say that it was talking about she was seduced. So since we're dealing with a men, we could even be talking about a non a mentally competent orphan Nara who was seduced. So you don't have to pay any money. Why? Because she is doing this willingly. She's consenting to the seduction. So she was waiving all her claims to monetary liabilities. There's no humiliation. There's no fine. There's no depreciation. Anything that she's doing willingly, as long as her father's out of the picture, so it would only have gone to her. And she's waiving it because she's willing to do the action. So therefore, there is no money that has to be transferred. And therefore, he's going to get the lashes. So we don't know we don't. We no longer have to say he's talking about a Bulgaris. We can even say he's talking about a Naira. But as long as she's, she's the Asoma and the money that we're talking about would have been, does it go to her or not? Not to the father in the picture. So we could say that since we're talking about a Mafota, that she was not raped but seduced, she has waived her rights to any monetary payments. And that's why the lashes is there. So again, we had a contradiction between our mission, which is saying that you pay money when, when, when you sleep with the sister, the Mishnah and Marco says you get lashes. We can't say both together. We know the rules. Ain't loka mishala. Ula's approach is whenever there's money, then there is no lashes. So Ula makes the Mishnah and Marcos where there's lashes in a very specific cases where it's mafota, and therefore she has waived her rights to any to any uh, to any fine. And the uh, the scenario 
the scenario of our Mishnah is where there is money is being paid and therefore no lashes. It says the Gemara, what is Ula's understanding? Whenever there's a liability to both money and lashes, then you don't get both. Again, that's the big rule. You don't get both. But in what way do you not get both? It means that you pay the money and you don't receive the lashes. That's the way we understand. Ula was saying we're talking about Bogaris, so there's no money, and that's why you receive the lashes. Again, we're going to see coming up that there's an alternative view who disagrees. Rabbi Yochanan's view is that you don't get both means you get lashes and you don't pay the money. And Rabbi Yochanan is going to have to understand our mission differently. We'll get to that. But we start with Ula. Ula holds you don't get both means that you pay the money you don't receive the lashes. Says the Gemara, how does Ula know that? All the Torah says you don't get both. How do you know that he's saying that you pay the money and you don't get the lashes? Maybe if I care, you get the lashes and you don't pay the money. Says the Gemara, there are sources in the Torah. We learn the law from someone who strikes his friend and he wounds him. So there, there's two things. You're, there's a lav, right? There's a lav. The Torah says, don't strike your friend. We learn that by the shliach basin when he's giving malchus. The Torah says, you're not allowed to add any extra malchus. You can hit as many as he's high, but not more. What's the iser? The iser is to hit your friend unnecessarily. So there's a lav. And in addition, the Torah speaks about that when somebody wounds his friend, there's the, 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 it says that he has to pay. And uh, we're going to see that that means specifically even if he's warned. And, uh, and and he still has to pay money. So what do I see? So in a case where you have both, there's mammon and malchus. There's a malchus for the law of hitting somebody, and the mammon is there for wounding him. And you don't get both. But what is the law? The law is you pay the money. And we're going to expound this later on that it says he should pay. And we're going to say even if he was warned and he's transgressing the law of hitting him, we still say he pays the money and he does not get lashes. So that now sets as a precedent. Any time in the in the Torah, any of where there's both money and lashes, he pays the money and doesn't receive the lashes. So basically, we're dependent upon what we're going to see in the Ahmed Beis, that we have a source that you pay the money as opposed to the lashes, and now that is a precedent that whenever there's an Avera that is both the lashes and the money, it's always the money that you pay and you don't receive the lashes. Says the Gemara, that's not a good source to call it Tarakula. It's more severe. There, the Torah says, when you hurt somebody, not only do you pay money, there are all these different types of things you have to pay. You have to pay the depreciation, you pay the pain, you pay the healing cost, you pay the lost time, the lost wages, and you pay the humiliation. So the stringency to pay the money as opposed to lashes is because when you wound somebody, there's an extra stringency that you have to pay this 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 chamisha dvarim. So there you pay the money, you don't get the lashes. But in other places in the Torah, maybe, in fact... Um, we're not so machmer to pay the money. Maybe you get the lashes. Now that 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 way of looking at it was assuming that paying money is more stringent than getting lashes. We're saying maybe you only pay the money as opposed to getting off with the lashes because over there you have to pay the five things. So it says the gemara v'yimah money l'kula. And if you're going to tell me that paying money is actually more lenient than receiving lashes, so maybe so maybe we could argue that it should be a source from Chobo Bachavero that you pay the money and don't get the lashes. But I could say, no, they're the reason you don't get the lashes for striking a friend. Striking somebody is not such a Chamer Avera. Where do I see it's not such a Chamer Avera? Because I see sometimes the Torah says you're allowed to strike your friend. Where? If somebody gets lashes, the Torah is telling the Shleach Basin to go and hit it. So you see that the general rules don't hit, but there are times you're allowed to hit. So it's a, it's like a weaker lav. So maybe over there you get you have, you have you don't get the lashes because it's a weaker lav. But in general, where it's more Hummer love, then maybe in fact we would say that you receive the lashes and do not pay money. So now Ula cannot have been learning from Chovah Bachaber. Chovah Bachaber, the fact that you pay and you don't get lashes, if Mammon is Lachumra over lashes, then I could say because Chovah Bachaber is Chayv in the Chamisha Devarim. If Mammon is Lakula, then I could say the reason you don't get the lashes for hitting your friend, hitting your friend is not a Hummer thing. So the Gemara says he must have had a different source. Ella Gummer made him Zomin. He learns from Adam Zomin. Adam Zomin, the case where witnesses lie and they testify about somebody that he did something, and then other witnesses come in and say, How could you testify that at the time and date where you claim you were? Um, 
witnessing whatever you said, you were with us in a different place. So what's the rule? The Torah says their punishment punishment for the Edom is whatever they tried to do to the victim, that is done to them. So let's say they tried to say that the victim, they testified that he has a financial liability. So then what do we say? We say that if they're found to be Zomimin, then they have to pay that amount to the victim. Now, what else? What, 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 about the, what about the lashes? There's a law in the Torah not to be a false witness, right? They're doing something where there could theoretically be lashes for being a false witness. And what do we still say? No, they pay the money and they don't receive the lashes. The Gemara will, again, we have to wait for the Ahmed Beis to know how we know this. But by Adam Zoman, where they testify falsely that someone had financial liability, we don't say that they get lashes and they're off the, off the hook from paying the money. No, we say they pay the money and therefore they're off the hook from the lashes. So now, now that is a precedent of call. So too, in any case, because whenever there's an Aveir for both Maman and lashes, you pay the money and you don't receive the lashes. Says the Gemara, how do you know that that's a source for Kolatar Kula? Maybe paying money is more chamer than getting lashes. And the reason you pay the money over there is because Eden Zomen, there's something very severe about Eden Zomen. They weren't warned. There's no warning, right? Obviously, they can't be warned about the, the false testimony. We don't know they're saying false things. So they're not warned. And yet, the Torah still punishes them. So such as there's a stringency by Adam Zomen that they're punished without warning. So, so too, the Torah says there's an extra stringency that they receive the more severe penalty of paying money instead of lashes. But by other Averis, but we don't find the Chumrah that you get punished without warning. So then maybe you don't get the more severe punishment of money. Again, that's all presuming that money is more Chumrah than lashes. And if you tell me that the punishment and payment of money is actually more lenient than getting lashes, so then the point would be, I see over there you get the lenient punishment of, of money instead of the Hummer punishment of lashes. And that would be a source to Kula that you always get the lenient punishment of money instead of lashes. I could explain the reason why they don't get the lashes there. Shekin Lasumaisa. What was that video that they did? They testified falsely. It's not such an action. They just open their mouth. It's not an action. So maybe there they get off the hook and they don't require lashes. We give them the more lenient thing of the money only because the avir that they did wasn't so severe wasn't didn't come with an actual action therefore we say they don't have to get the malchus but if you do something that has an action and there's a question of getting malchus or mama maybe i should say you get the more severe thing of the lashes so again the gemara is playing both sides here because we're not really sure if you have to pick between the two which one is more severe is it the money or is it the lashes so but either way ula's opinion is that you always do the money and not the lashes and we're trying to figure out where ula got that from first we tried saying the source was but the gemara had ways that not to learn from there then we tried Zoman, and the gemara also has ways not to learn from there so we brought two potential sources but they're not good enough so the Gemara says, you know what you do? You combine them. That's what happens sometimes. I can learn from one thing. There's ways of saying it's different. I can learn from something. I could say that way it's different. But if I combine them and I can learn from them as a unit, as a Tzad HaShavah, I put them together, wounding his friend, and the case of Om Zomimin, in both cases, Ma'at Tzad just as the common characteristic in both cases, Ego Momenu Malkus, there's a bad liability for money and lashes, but still I say that practically, the law is that you pay the money, you don't get the lashes. So now that's a precedent for all the sins in the Torah. Wherever liability to money and lashes you should pay the money you don't get the lashes so if I'd learned from one I would have a Chumrah if I learned from the other I have a Chumrah if I put them together then I have a source says the Gemara if they both have an aspect of being more Chumrah if again the starting point assumption is that payment of money is more severe so then I say by Edim Zomin there's a Tzad that's more severe in the sense that they don't need Hasra and by Chavah there's a Tzad that's more severe because you're high for the five things and even though it's not the same severity but there's Al-Kobotim an aspect of severity so even though it's not the same but I could say since there's a Tzad Chumrah and the payment of the money so therefore maybe 
you go with the more severe thing to pay the money. And if money is more lenient than getting lashes, so I say, both of them in the Avera, maybe they don't get the lashes because it was more Kulidic. Not the same Kula, but again, an aspect of leniency. By the aspect of leniency was that sometimes you're allowed to hit the person who's, who's giving Malchus, is a lot, right? The Shliach Basin is allowed to hit them. In the case of Aidan Zoman, they didn't do a Maisa, so maybe that's why they don't get Malchus. So even if I combine it as a Tzara Shaveh, there's nothing to learn from because I could say that those two cases are different because the Avera wasn't as Hummer to give the lashes and the money aspect is more Hummer as we spoke about in those two cases. So again, we still need a source for Ula. We know in Loka Mashalim, but Ula's taking the side that that means you pay money as opposed to getting the lashes. We want to know what is Ula's source. Maybe Fakarit, maybe it's lashes and not money. Ela Ula Takas Gachas Gamar. He has Xer Shava. When you have Xer Shava, you don't ask questions, you don't make perkos. Xer Shava between what it says over here about violating the girl and about wounding somebody. It says by the, by the violator that he pays the money and he keeps her as a wife because tachas he has, he has violated her. So when it says by when you strike and you wound your friend, tachas ayin, says an eye, tachas ayin. So it's lucky. Just when you wound your friend, you pay money, you don't receive lashes. So too, whenever there's liability to both money and lashes, such as a case someone violated his sister, you always pay the money, you don't receive the lashes. So now that we have Xer Shava, we can't ask questions. When we ask questions, we just accept the drasha. So Ula knew that. So again, the rule is in local Mishalim. Ula has the drasha. What does that mean? We learn from Chova Bachavero over to raping the sister that the law is you always pay the money and you don't have the lashes. That's Ula's opinion. So now to summarize our Mishnah, which says, and we say you pay the money. That's talking about a regular case. A regular case, whenever there's money, there's not going to be lashes. The Mishnah Malkus that says there are lashes, we have to make it all in a specific case in order to understand how there's lashes in a case where there was no monetary no monetary payments. And as we worked it out, we're talking about Olgeras and she was Mofota. As we spoke about that there was no monetary payments. If there's no monetary payments, then we could in fact say that there's lashes. Now, Rabbi Yochanan comes along and he changes everything. Rabbi Yochanan disagrees. Rabbi Yochanan has the exact opposite. When the rule of in loco and Mishalim, that you don't have both lashes and money, means that you get the lashes and not the money. So Rabbi Yochanan, the Mishra Machos can be talking about a regular case of a sister who's in Ara. So even though Ba'atsim, she should get the fine, but she still gets Malkos. Kacha Hisruba, the Mishra Machos, they warned it. If you're warned, then you get lashes. Again, that's the big rule. Without warning, you can't get the punishment of lashes. So he was warned. Witnesses warned him, don't have a deal with the sister. He still did it. Therefore, he gets lashes. And if he gets lashes, he's off the hook from paying for the fine. Whereas our Mishnah, that you do pay the fine, Kishalo he wasn't warned. Since he was not warned, he's not getting lashes. If he's not going to get lashes, then he would pay the fine. Alma Kasav Rabbi Yochanan, we see what's Rabbi Yochanan's opinion. Whenever there's, uh, he doesn't have air, there's a liability of money and lashes, and he was warned, and therefore he could have lashes. Moka Lucky will always give him the lashes. Mamono Lo and he doesn't pay the money. So Rabbi Yochanan goes the exact opposite. It's always the money which is paid, which, which he gets off of, and he instead receives the lashes. So therefore, our Mishnah, we have to work out that he wasn't warned. The Mishnah Makos, he was warned. Rabbi Yochanan, how does Rabbi Yochanan know this? Maybe Ula was right that you pay the money as opposed to getting the lashes. Amar Krakadevish also, what's the whole source here? That it says when you get the Malchus, it says, and according to his wickedness, and we explain that the Avera is, you only give him one type of punishment. You only hold a person liable for one type of wickedness. You only punish him in one way. You don't give him two penalties. You don't give him payment and lashes for the same crime. This is, again, the source for in loco Mishalim. What does it say right next to that Pasuk? Right next to that Pasuk, it says, 40, they should strike him. So the juxtaposition of the Joshua Kadevish also, that you don't 
don't give him local malchus goes right next to the fact that we give him the lashes. So clearly the Torah is saying you don't give him lashes and payment. Rather, you only have the lashes. So Rabbi Yochanan says very, very clear. So you always go with the lashes over the money. That's the Mishnah in Makos where he was warned. If he wasn't warned, there can't be lashes. So then you pay the money. That is our Mishnah. Frek the Gemara. How does Rabbi Yochanan deal with the case of someone who wounds his friends? There it's something, theoretically, is money and lashes. Striking your friend is a lav. You could have lashes and maybe you could be warned. And yet still, we know, you pay the money. And how do we know that? We know that we, we, we see that you pay the money and without the lashes. Maybe the only case where you pay damages to your friend when you strike him is only if you weren't warned. But in the Chanami, whenever you're warned that it's also to strike your friend, then you would go with the lashes as opposed to the money. And the only case where you pay money is only where you weren't where you were not warned. If you were warned, if you were warned, you would pay you would get the lashes and not money. But we know Rabbi Yochanan himself says not like that. Rabbi Yochanan says if somebody struck his friend. And, and, he, and he did damages that were less than the amount of a pruta. So you never pay damages less than a pruta. Pruta is like the minimum amount of valuable money. So if it's less than a pruta, you don't pay. So then in that case, Rabbi Yochanan says, okay, then you get lashes. Because since you're not paying, you get lashes. So Echidami, what's the case? He leave the loss if they didn't warn him. My loka, there's no way you get lashes. They obviously did warn you. But time of the less they shove a pruta. The only reason why you get the lashes is because since the damages didn't amount to a pruta, so you're not paying damages, so therefore you get lashes. The implication is if the damages were the amount of a pruta, you would pay the money and you wouldn't receive the lashes. So we see that Rabbi Yochanan himself agrees that when somebody strikes his friend and he is paying the money, if it was worth a pruta, so you're going to pay the money, and you're not going to receive the lashes. So we see Rabbi Yochanan agrees that Chovah Bachavero pays the money, and he doesn't receive the lashes. How does that stream? Rabbi Yochanan himself is saying that the rule of Ein Loka Mishali means that you get the lashes, and you're exempt from the money. So why is Chovah Bachavero different? Says the Gemara Ketam Rabbi Lai, just like Rabbi Lai is going to answer. The fair trips to Adim Zomlin Tashlumin, that even though Adim Zomlin have money, and Malkus, we always give them the money and not the Malkus. It's an exception to the rule, according to Rabbi Yochanan. Hachanami, so too, is striking one's friend. The Torah explicitly shows us, we're going to show that the Torah gave us a new source, that when you wound your friend, you have to make payment, and therefore, don't get Malkus. So basically, our answer is, it's an exception. The general rule is, that you give Malkus and you get off in the money. As Rabbi Yochanan said, from the juxtaposition of Arbami Akenu to Kedei Rishaso. We're just saying that there are two exceptions out there, but the Torah specifically tells us otherwise. The two exceptions are Edim Zom and and now we're going to show where the exceptions are. Where was Rabbi Lai's statement made? What was the context? Aha, oh, I was going on a Mishnah. Mishnah and Makos talking about Edim Zomin. Says the Mishnah. Two witnesses say, We testify about a person. We know he owes his friend 200 Zomin. They were found to be Zomin. So what's the law? According to Ramayer, they get two punishments. They get lashes for false testimony and they pay the victim the amount that they tried to make him lose. Why do you get two punishments? Because the, the Pasuk that says that they get lashes is not the same Pasuk that makes them liable for payment. Meaning, the Pasuk that says that his lashes is for false to- testimony. That has nothing to do with the punishment of Adim Zomin. One is for Islam, not to be a false witness. And what is that season Lokasher Zomam? So according to our mayor, since they come from two different Pesukim, we give him two punishments. We don't say that he doesn't get both punishments of lashes and money. According to Rabbi Mayer, he actually does get both punishments. However, and we were assuming dif- differently, we were assuming like no, since he's paying, he's not going to get lashes. You don't get both lashes and monetary payment. The Zomin witnesses are going to be paying money, and therefore they're off the hook for the lashes. So when we learn the Rabbanim, we say, why is it that way? Why are we saying, since you're paying, you don't get lashes? Maybe it's the other way. Since you get lashes, you don't pay. And again, as Rabbi Yochanan says, that is the general rule. Kedai Rishasu says you don't get lashes 
and money. And the, the, the interpretation of that is, according to Rabbi Yochanan, that you receive the lashes and you're, and you're exempt from the money. So, Rabbi Lai explains that Zohar explicitly says that Edom Zomen have to pay, and therefore it's going to exclude them from the penalty of lashes. It's an exception to the rule. Where does the Torah say this? The Torah says, what's the general rule? You do to him like the Edom Zomen, like he tried to do to his brother. Then the Torah goes on to say, the Pasuk says, that love don't have any pity on him, a life for a life, a hand for a hand. So why is the Torah coming to say yad biyad? Those are extra words. What is the Torah coming to say a hand for a hand? It already said, whatever you try to do, you give to him. Yad biyad lamali. What does it mean a hand for a hand? We're talking about something which is given from one hand to another hand. That he has to give money. Money, my new mama, money exchanges hands. When I pay money, I take it from my hand, I give it to your hand. The Torah is saying they eat them so men, if they try to make a monetary liability on their friend, so the punishment of Asis Mokashazam says now they pay money. So wait a second. Every time you have Adam Zomin, you also have Malkus, right? There, there should also be a punishment of Malkus for lying, false testimony. And yet the Torah is saying explicitly that they pay the money. Must be the Torah is telling us that this is a new exception, even though generally Kedavish also says that you get Malkus and you don't pay the money. The Torah is telling us here we have an exception that by the Adam Zomin, what is the rule? The rule is that Yad Yad, they're going to pay the money and they are not going to get the lashes. So it's an exception to the rule in Rabbi Yochanan's view. And now we elaborate. The same thing is true with Chobal Chavero. Chobal Chavero Nami. The same thing is true with Chobal Chavero, where somebody strikes his friend, and even if he's warned, so you could say, hey, he gets lashes. If he gets lashes, then let him be get off the hook for money. The rule of Kadei Rishas, according to Rabbi Yochanan. But we say, no. Someone made a wound in his friend. The Basak says, just as he did, so should be should be done to him. It's a monetary compensation. Why does it have to say in the next Basak, so it should be done to him? Um, it seems like a total reiteration of what the previous Pasuk said. So we explain, the Torah is telling us that what he did, it's referring to something that you give. He is punished in the way that it's something that's going to be given. Can ye not say bo? It will be something which will be in giving to him. What does that mean, giving? Money is given in payment. That's the idea, to be given in payment. So we're going to say that the Torah telling us when someone is it's always he gives the money. So even if he was warned, we still say that there's no lashes, rather there's going to be money. So basically, what are we coming out? We are saying that according to Rabbi Yochanan, the Torah still says specifically, pays the money, and if the rule that you don't pay the money and get lashes, you're going to be off the hook for lashes. But the general rule according to Rabbi Yochanan is that, is that, is that, is that when a person does a sin, like violating a sister, where there's money and there's lashes, if he's warned, he's going to get the lashes. So let's make a summary. Our Mishnah says someone sleeps raped with his sister, so then he pays the money. The Mishnah in Malkos says someone who sleeps with his sister gets Malkos. The problem is we have a rule, Kadeh so you don't get both. We have two approaches. According to Ula, Kadeh means you pay money and you don't have to get the lashes. Our Mishnah is good. The Mishnah in Malkos, we have to work out that there was no money. So we work it out. It was a Bogarish, she was a Bumfuta, and therefore... Uh, there's no monetary compensation. That's why there's lashes. Rabbi Yochanan is the opposite approach. It means that you go ahead and you, normally the rule is when you're warned, so you're going to get lashes and not the money. So our Mishnah was only wasn't warned. The Mishnah Makos talking about when he was warned. Now everybody agrees there are two there are two cases where everybody agrees that you get the money punishment and you don't get the lashes. Those two cases are Chobo Chavero and Edim Zomin. Because here the Torah is quite explicit in its ruling that it is money as opposed to the lashes.